So let's just call a spade a spade. This Easter is weird. The church is empty on Easter Sunday, and I miss you all. I, I miss seeing you all in the front row, really more like the back row, I, I know. But Easter doesn't seem at all exciting this year. And if you've been with us in, in previous years, you, you know that I get pretty excited about Easter. It is my favorite day of the year, and, and sometimes I have a tendency to get a little loud. But this year, I'm here, and you're there, and I'm trying to talk to you with a camera in front of my face, and I hate it. And nothing seems normal. Nothing is right. This Easter is strange. But you know, Easter is a strange day in and of itself. I've been thinking a lot about that first Easter, how strange it was when, when nothing was normal and nothing seemed right. It wasn't right that Jesus died in unjust death. It wasn't right that God was put in an unmarked grave. It wasn't right that violence and hatred and death had the final word on Friday. It just wasn't right. This wasn't supposed to be how it would all go down. And early, early in the morning of that first Easter Sunday, it wasn't at all exciting. While it was still dark out, John tells us, Mary Magdalene shows up at Jesus's grave. Maybe she's going there to anoint his body that's now decomposing. Maybe she's there just to sit at his grave and weep. All that John tells us is that she's there, alone, weeping outside of his tomb. This wasn't exciting. This was heartbreaking. Jesus was supposed to change everything. And yet the same thing happened to him that had happened to everybody else before him. He died. His body was buried and he was put in a grave. Game over. They had all seen this happen to every person in every generation before Jesus. They should expect nothing different. Mary had no expectations of seeing Jesus alive that first Easter Sunday. Nobody did. And you know, when I read this story, I, I read it through my own filter, like, like we all do. But when I read this story, I, I read it as if I were there. And it's, it's crazy just how quickly our expectations go negative. Like, it's like gravity takes hold of them and brings them down. And, and that's how I hear this whole first part of the story, that they, they had hoped they, they had hoped that something would be different. They, they had hoped, 
for something different from Jesus. But now they're there and the reality sinks in. They see the grave, they see the tomb. And what's worse is that it's empty. Because obviously what goes through their mind is that somebody must have robbed the grave and taken Jesus's body away. That Mary's first thought is that somebody has stolen Jesus. And she sees the angels, but she's not bothered by them. She's not afraid or caught off guard. And instead, she says, well, this is what she says in verse 13. The angel said to her, woman, why are you crying? She replied, they have taken away my Lord. And I don't know where they've put him. Isn't that a crazy thought that that's her first thought that somebody had stolen Jesus. It's a thought of despair. Despair is standing six feet outside of the tomb weeping, not because you think a miracle has happened, but because you think that the worst thing wasn't the last thing. That as bad as it was to see your Jesus crucified, dead, and buried, now somebody has come and robbed the grave. But maybe, maybe it's not that crazy of a thought. Maybe that's something that you've thought this year, this Easter, that somebody has stolen Jesus, where could he be? Maybe somebody I'm talking to on the other end of the screen has thought that today. That on Easter when nothing is right and nothing is normal, you need to hear this. Nobody stole Jesus on Easter. Nobody stole Jesus this Easter. Jesus rose from the dead and walked out into the world with life anew. And the first person that Jesus appears to, it's not the people who had killed him. It's, it's not... Pilate is it's not a mass group of people. The first person that Jesus appears to is a woman who's all alone weeping at his grave. Look at what it says in verse 14 it says, as soon as Mary had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Mary didn't recognize him. She missed Jesus at, at first glance. And it can be so easy to miss Jesus when nothing seems normal and nothing is right. Easter in quarantine. But, but, but here's the good news. 
the good news is that quarantine did not ruin resurrection. Quarantine makes resurrection possible. Jesus was on lockdown, but on Easter, he is now free. The grave is empty. It could not hold him down anymore. Jesus, who was supposed to be locked away in the grave with a stone sealing his tomb, is now free. He rose anyways because quarantine does not ruin resurrection. Quarantine makes resurrection possible. Because, you know, sometimes, sometimes God has to do something new. And it takes God disrupting the normal. That sometimes in, in order for God to make things right, normal has to be turned upside down. That in order for us to get out of our negative expectations, in order for us to be released from our despair, a disruption needs to take place. A grave needs to be robbed. A dead man needs to come back to life. Expectations need to be shattered Easter is so strange because it has to be. It has to unsettle us. Easter is a day when nothing is normal and nothing seems right. And I know that even though it feels like everything has changed, I want you to hear this today that Easter changes everything. God disrupts what was normal to make everything right on Easter. Everything has changed because God changes everything through Easter. Death has now lost its sting. The grave no longer has any victory. And so, yeah, nothing seems normal. Yeah, nothing seems right, but maybe it's not supposed to. It's Easter. There is no normal. Strange things can happen. A grave can turn into a garden or a prisoner can be set free. Resurrection can shatter our expectations. Resurrection can disrupt our despair, even when it seems like everything is gone. Even if something seems dead, was dead, and, and is dead, resurrection says that it doesn't have to stay dead. That no matter how long or how dark the night might be, resurrection is coming because resurrection, resurrection is God's love on display and God's love never relents. God's love never fails. God's love makes all the wrongs in our world right. God's love heals all of our wounds. God's love changes everything. God's love makes new. God's love can still turn a grave into a garden. God's love can still make beauty out of ashes. God's love can make right all that is wrong in the world. And God's love can still reign this Easter Sunday. 
new life can still be found, even, even while we're in the dark. Because Easter, Easter doesn't just celebrate the light after the darkness. Now, Easter celebrates that the darkness does not last forever. The Easter celebrates that new life can be found even while it is still dark outside and we can't quite make clear where God is. Resurrection happens in the darkest hour before the sun is fully up and the busyness of the world is in full place. Jesus shows up to a woman who is weeping to ask her, why? Are you crying? Maybe Jesus asks us that today in our own darkness. Because just as sure as the sun will rise after darkness falls, so too will we rise. Sure, it's a different Easter. It's a different world. Nothing is normal. Nothing is right. But on Easter, God changes everything. Even while it is still dark, resurrection has come and is coming. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.